Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces podcast, episode 426. And it's the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? It's drunk cast time, ladies and gentlemen. Those who are familiar with this will know this tradition that me, Chris Glass and Stu Whiffin get together at the end of the year. We drink for four or five hours and we record it and we give it to you guys as our Christmas gift. It was a great one this year. We did five episodes in the end and an episode of Off the Beaten Track. So, um, yeah, a lot for you to enjoy. But this obviously comes with the usual warning of this is three drunk guys probably saying offensive things at points or stupid things or confused things. So if you're easily offended, maybe ease off. Or The first episode's probably all right, but... We did have pre-drinks, so at least by the the second episode it gets messy. And the second episode will be with you today as well, at midday, because I wanted to to really give you some goodness. So the rest will be coming out over the course of this festive period. So you get parts one and two today. Part three will be out on Friday. Part four will be out on December 27th. And then part five on December 29th. So you get two today third is a little Christmas Eve treat and then the last two in that gap between Christmas and New Year. We talked briefly in part two or big love for all the 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 previous guests in in fact if you listen to these two and want a bit more obviously we've got previous drunk casts this year with me Stu and Chris last year with Ramesh Ranganathan, Brett Goldstein, James Acaster, Ed Gamble, Jade Adams, Rich Wilson, loads of amazing people. So yeah, they're all available. But most of all, thank you all for tuning in all year. And I hope you enjoy this as much as we do. So I'll stop rambling. Obviously, I should mention speechdevelopmentrecords.com is where you can buy the merch and support the podcast. You can go over to patreon.com forward slash Scroobius Pip if you want to just throw some money at me. But the merch is really good. As you hear this, it's probably going to be too late to get it in time for Christmas. But if you get some money for Christmas, there's good stuff there to buy. And obviously, I appreciate your support. It makes a difference. But yeah, this is the Distraction Pieces podcast, episode 426. And it is part one of the 2021 end of year drunk cast tread carefully ladies and gentlemen this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction is there a reason right, why you just put loads I've, in your hand? I've pressed record. Oh. You might be able to tell that we've already had a couple of drinks as we recorded an off-the-beaten track before this, but I am here today for another drunk cast, and I am joined by one of my oldest friends, Christopher Glasson, and one of my oldest friends, Stuart Whiffin. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. As soon as you said William. that, I thought, oh, I know where we're going there. <laughs> I was so happy when I came up with that the other day, wasn't I? Obviously, how are you, boys? Oh, oh, great, man. Yeah. How long have you been sat on that corker? I came up with it a few That's days really ago, good. and I've been very happy. That's very good. Right. <laughs> how are we? As as said, we've just been doing um, an off-the-beaten track. Yes. Uh, sponsored by Hotel Chocolat. Yes. Um, about Christmas songs. So we've had a few drinks beforehand. Yeah. Nicely loosened up, haven't mm. we? But, as ever, it's, there's a lot more drinks to come. 
um, mm. and some snacks. Mm. There's a lot I want to talk to you boys about. I'll make an, I'll give a bit of a run through now of things that are on my on my list. I want to hear about the brush ups and downs, Stu. Okay. Stu's also had his holiday from hell part two fail harder, and <laughs> and I want to hear Chris's ultimate holiday from hell because that's also a manic one. Um, it's now a competition. I've got a thing I've noticed about Stu on Zoom. Um, <laughs> I love you, mate. That's so good. I've got a note from my mum. Uh, did we? Uh, we talk about Joe Hymas on the last one because I want to talk a little bit about Joe Hymas. If we didn't, I've got top three or four things Stu has said on the Two Girls One Shot podcast, and we'll talk about TV stuff, music. For, Films, fights, podcasts, all that kind of thing. So yeah, oh, and I've also got some requests from people on the on the socials. So I've got a few questions, a oh. few f- favourites, a, l- a lot of oh, a lot of requests for Stu's story about DJing in Dartford. So we need to remember to Definitely. to get round to that. I thought there was something legal around that. That's why you don't keep on answering. But it. yeah, we'll get round to that at some point soon, I'm sure. But to kick things off. First things first, yeah, Chris, penis update, please. Are you a hoodie or a skinhead? I'm still a cavalier, mate. And which one's that? <laughs> you should have gone to fucking history class, pal. <laughs> That's not my problem. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm a yeah, no, I'm a cavalier, but I'm I'm waiting to become a roundhead. Is it still part one? It's part oh, yeah, man. I I don't think that'll ever go. I think like once a car's been in a category D. It it loses all its value, really. So yeah, shop soiled. Shop soiled. <laughs> I've got a I, um. The last person who looked at my penis um, <laughs> said that they reckon it'd be pretty quick now. And um, <laughs> is this a medical prof- a professional? <laughs> yeah, or? no. Uh, my girlfriend and uh, no, it's uh, still still waiting. I think oh, I've, I've got- also had a request from Molly of something to to, to, to discuss. Uh, uh, so that will come up later. Oh no. That's Chris's Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what that's about? Yeah, no, it's the weird thing is it's coming off now, the foreskin, oh. but um What on its own accord? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just called it on a <laughs> call it on a railing. <laughs> but uh it looks alright yeah, now. It's just slowly dying, it'll fall off. <laughs> it's, that, it's, that's kind of what it sounds like. No, no, it's it, no what I mean by it's coming off is that I'm definitely having the procedure. What's bad? Is it like is it like too it's tight not, for your helmet? No, how can a compulsive masturbator at forty-one have a foreskin that's too tight for their helmet? It's literally not possible. Mm. It's 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 basically like a snood. It's translucent it's been now. A snood it's for worn years. through. It's barely a foreskin. Um, <laughs> Looks like a see-through Mac. Hot <laughs> <laughs> gritty two skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two skin, three skin at best. <laughs> two skin. Um, yeah, it's it's got. I'm going to have it off, but basically, the last guy, I had to explain to the last guy, because it looks so healthy. The last guy? The guy you showed you a cocktail. A lot, a lot. The last guy, I was like, listen, there's a good reason so why... healthy. It's like, there's a good reason why I think it still needs to come off. Yeah. No questions asked, mate. He was yeah. well keen to get this foreskin, foreskin yeah. off. I think it's a money thing at that, at that yeah. point. So they're kind of like, they're going to make money out of it. I don't think they really give a shit. Get but it looks, it, no it's looking it and looks. performing like, uh, you know, on, on Amazon, my rating's gone flying back up now, user oh, reviews. Good. 
But yeah, it's, it's still coming off, man. But um, no, not until probably March, I, I reckon. Oh, really? Mm. But my brother... That might be slowed down because of the bloody fucking COVID. COVID. Exactly. But my bloody brother... Omicron. He had it done. Yeah, bloody, bloody Unicron. Uh, my brother had it done when he was older, and he's put the willies up me. Um, oh. There we go. <laughs> um, he said that the biggest pain you're going to get is when you get like an erection when you're asleep. <laughs> So I'm not looking forward to that, gang. Don't sleep. Tell me that. <laughs> it's like uh, one way to deal nightmare with on Elm Street. Just get home. <laughs> Every time you just dozing off, just get money. Go. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. I was Freddie with little red, red cocks on the end of his fingers. That, that appearing on the bed. No, we're just surgical knives. One, two. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah. No, it's all well, good, man. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for caring. Thanks for checking in. Well, I get you know s- semi regular updates on hardcore listing, but it's sometimes you don't talk about it, and I'm worried if there's a reason. Um, so, how are you both? As how's your week's been? We're we're heading into Christmas. Like we're recording this the week before it comes out, so it's a really nice tight tight turnaround, I tight guess. But um, you good, Chris? No, I've been miserable. I even said to Stu yesterday, I was like, oh, I've, I've, I'm really fucking sad. Dry your um, eyes, mate. That, that, <laughs> exactly. That's a reference to the off the beaten track. Yeah, you have to listen to the off the beaten track to hear that that tragedy. I've been I've been miserable um, just because I've got a lot on my plate, and right. I don't think you should always just be like, yeah, it's it's fine because we we haven't caught up properly all together. So yeah. I was saying to shoot, fucking hell, I'm going to well pull the well pull the um, vibes down in this place. Um, just because um, lots on my plate at the moment. Uh, the DIY is kind of aside, but uh, mum. And, and other things, it's just been quite um, quite fucking difficult. So, um, knowing me and knowing what brings me in good spirits is make sure that I have, like, I think you should, if you can recognise when you're getting sad or getting mm-hmm. overwhelmed, know what the causes are and also know what the solution is. And part of the causes for me is once that starts happening, I want to draw inside myself and try and work harder at what is, what is causing me the problems. But I actually know what the solutions are, which is hang out with my mates. So, like, absolutely, yeah. coming and seeing you two pricks was, like, absolutely essential for me. Thank you. Have you got a set date on when you're winding down for Christmas? Obviously, work, mm. work, mm. you're going to have mm. a set date. Like, with house, house stuff, mm. have you kind of said, look, from this day yes. to this day, fucking chill. It is what it is. Is yeah. where we are. Obviously, I, mum yeah. stuff. It's your mum. <laughs> There's no kind of. I asked my mum if she could that. stop having dementia <laughs> just for Christmas. But I've got. Susp- she said yes, but I think she's going to forget. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no. Actually, part of it is that, and I've put loads of stress on Molly Blesser uh, with the house and me being a bit OCD, wanting it to be decorated to a certain standard completely so which is it's kind of unfair um, it's one of I've the reasons that. i came around to kind of to help out for a couple I of days it, was because it was exactly that i know that you'll be stressed and part of it will be because of the pressure you're putting on yourself yeah but i felt that that, that the, the brief times mm. that we spoke on the mm. phone i was like it's weighing on you heavy it's mm. knowing how you are it's probably weighing on your relationship heavy because you you like to be the positive yeah. uplifting person so if oh. you're down it's going to affect yeah, everything yeah, so yeah. yeah i just think i've i've been not not particularly down but i've mm. had a thing of issue where i've traditionally kind of said just keep working hard everyone's off work now mm. at christmas keep going i made a point of today is the last day i'm doing any Amazing, work man. type stuff so that i can go like I, this week or no last week 
I had two podcasts every day and it was oh, fucking mm. doing me in. But it means I've got podcasts recorded all through January now. I'm kind of really ahead of the game. I've got good ones all about the place. And it was for exactly that reason of going, I think it's important to have scheduled time, actual time off yep. and go, right, I'm not working. And as you know, I've always had a problem with yeah, that in, yeah. in my life of just being yeah. con- It's why I don't really have holidays because yeah. I'm just... I always say to have a holiday, you need to have a boss to be on holiday from. Mm -hmm. If it's your own heads, you can't Mm -hmm. go on holiday. (laughs) As depressing as that sounds, Mm -hmm. you can't escape Mm -hmm. that. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, with Christmas, I've been really on that of going, right. I knew the drunk cast was booked in. Mm -hmm. I looked at everything else. I I can get most stuff done Mm -hmm. and then just go at least have a 10 day period, which is a long time Mm -hmm. for over Christmas, but it's, it's fucking needed sometimes, particularly with how things have been in recent times. I've I've needed Molly to help me with that. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm actually all right. Like, different to you guys, I'm quite good at procrastinating if I only think I've got myself to let down. And yeah. it's not procrastinating. I'm just quite comfortable existing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and there's a whole different conversa- conversation there about what you, people expect you to do to what you enjoy doing. But um, I'm quite okay with that. But, like, if I feel I've got people depending on me, in certain scenarios, it, I can I can get obsessive and weird, and I think I needed Molly to help me realize that that's what I was going to do. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it's absolutely essential. Like you can't just tread milk into butter. You know, you you actually got to just chill out and relax. And so yeah. between Christmas and New Year, I'm going to go and do a load of volunteering and charity work. No, I'm not. I'm going to. Um, I'm actually. I'm doing nothing. I'm just seeing a family mainly. And um, right. I'm probably going to um, probably play Risk Legacy, uh, which you guys are both invited to. I'm well up for some Risk Legacy. Bit of Warhammer, Stewie? Nah, bollocks. <laughs> well, I mean, we've started on a heavy note there, oh, but yeah, rightfully so. Know. Again, I, I always say it on other episodes, but what I love about the Drunk Cast is there will be fucking nonsense, but mm. we're also quite comfortable to go, here's what's going on. And there's more yeah. I want to talk to Stu about on that front, because I know you've had some really stressful times, but mm. to bring the fucking mood up a bit... Mm-hmm. It's present time, guys. I've, oh. got, I've got you guys some presents. I've got you presents. This is so kind. Well, I might have you guys presents, but so maybe, maybe first? not. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I want. I, well, I want presents first because <laughs> right. you got you I've got guys your two in. presents. Excellent. Each, actually. Excellent. Fucking hell, yeah. this made me feel terrible. Well, I, it, I, I, it won't. They're, they're quite normal presents. Okay. All right. Can I open all my presents first? Well, let's let's. Okay. And shall we open the ones from Stu first? Yeah, all right. All right. Who so look it? at you. You want to open the best ones first, don't who, you? Who, who am at this? Me. Fucking, I can tell. He was complimenting that? me earlier on saying what, what a good rapper I am. What I, the fuck is I that? I wrap these about five minutes before I come to pick you up. That's disgusting. <laughs> I've got the ultimate movie challenge. Well, you like, you, <laughs> hey! you like films. I do. Oh, don't say it as if I'm... Don't say it aggressively, Stu. <laughs> well, well, I feel like I'm saying I'm happy right now. Well, well, we... I touched your face. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to listen to uh, Off the Beaten Track. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of callbacks. <laughs> so an episode that might not be out yet. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh, sorry, who's... Go on, you go first. Yeah, no, I'm ex- excited about this. I was thinking the other day, I've not mm. really got any games, like mm. physical mm. board games or... Mm. Things and I know you've mm. got a load, but <laughs> the in between of Chris's obsessive games and mm. you know that game's just that a bit of fun. Really Chris's games are a marathon of fucking misery. Mate, I'm into a. Oh I'm my lord! Fifty things to make the world a better place. Tips, tricks, and daily good deeds to help you be a ray of sunshine. Great. I mean, what you're saying about me? I, I came on this podcast and went, "Hey, been guys, pretty fucking depressed." <laughs> 
Keep it light, um, mate. Read your fucking cards. <laughs> you know what I said to Shlou? Yes, like when we started recording uh, for a podcast yesterday, he asked me, I was like, oh, do you know what, mate? It's been a bit fucking heavy the last few days. Yeah, what he said, have you considered kidding yourself? <laughs> and um, and Stu works for a charity. <laughs> a shout out to Reach Out. Yep. Um, wonderful charity. Yep. We we did a top five, didn't we? We did, yep. And Pip guested on an episode for Reach Out. Yeah, for yeah, I saw that. It was that Reach Out for Mental Health, yeah. It was, Going it was back to what you're thinking about, mate. Yeah. yeah you fucking new cunts. <laughs> After all our friends who have died and killed themselves, you would go and make a sensible suggestion like they all did it wrong <laughs> why didn't you do it chris um thanks Stu. yeah all amazing right. all right ages eight plus yeah that means there's not a big rule book with this no. i like a nice at least a 30 page marathon read in terms of rule book. oh thanks mate thank you so much can i pull out a card here and read Go it, for it yeah. right, hold on i've got to be careful here because i don't want to tear the box packaging i have this weird worry that if i tear the box packaging i'm going to devalue the um the game. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't look into it too much, mate. No, in, in 500 years, one of my um, great-great-grandchildren might need to sell this to, to feed their cocaine habits so, <laughs> or whatever drugs they're big onto now. Right, okay, so number one. <laughs> right, write a thank you note to someone who's important in your life who's helped you. Oh, that's cute. It's very nice, actually. Oh, I look forward to receiving it. <laughs> <laughs> when he came and did the DIY, he showed up with a cape. Wearing a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I did right. I've, I've I've got two gifts for each of you. And wow. when we were talking about off the beaten track, I think it was on off the beaten track. Chris was saying about opening your presents on Christmas morning. Now, in my family, we've always had you have kind of a Santa sack Christmas morning, which is kind of silly stuff, and then you have your main present after Christmas dinner. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the small presents first, mm-hmm. and then the main present. I mean, immediately afterwards. I'm not going to wait for you to have Christmas dinner, but. Chris, that's for you. Oh, thanks, mate. And Stu. Thank you. For After you. Christmas dinner. Yeah. That's why you've got great willpower. Yep. Because I would have burnt my house down. That's what we were brought up on, man. It's <laughs> intense. Open it, yeah? Yes, open. Go ahead. Oh, wow. This is great. You wrapped you in read... newspaper. Yeah, I've, I've wrapped no, it in newspaper. Uh, right, because so, I'm so, yeah. all eco and that. Pip's wrapped it in newspaper. And that's exactly I, what you should do. I purposely chose one that reviews a podcast on yeah, yours, no, Chris, as I know you don't listen I'm to a podcasts. Big fan. Life of Pi. Pip, and, you've just got um, me a, a, a really amazing present. Are you familiar with what this is? The Outsiders. Right, but no, it's a really interesting <laughs> story. It is, but it's my, bro- my brother was, was telling me about it, right? The, is it a Coppola? Who yeah, did? Francis Ford. So yeah. he was advised to do The Outsiders by a teacher. Of course Or apples. Sophia. Oh, Sophia, I guess, yeah. yeah. Talia Shire. I didn't know that one. He's, uh, he's, he's the daughter uh, who played, obviously, he's, he's um, Adrian in Rocky. That's, that's oh, she is. She's in the Godfather. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, she... Jason Schwartzman. I, I amazing found, family. Weirdly, only found that out the other day yeah. about Schwartzman being related. So yeah. Sorry. I did. My, t- my, I, my I, I, I told you. My, <laughs> I found out. I was reading somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So he was advised to make a film of the book, The Outsiders, yeah. by a school teacher. And when it came out, he went and showed it to the school teacher, and she came back and said it was good. But why did you leave out? these key bits and he said because of editing we didn't have time he's gone back because they did film everything so he's gone back and done an edit that is as the book that's incredible so it's like an extra 20-30 minutes or something of stuff that didn't make the original edit but they've edited it to be to 
to match the book now, which... That's amazing. It's fucking mad. I, I'm generally against the director's cuts and all that kind of thing. I think it gets too much now, and it's like, just release the film. But Have I thought you, I was, you watched this no, film? No, I've, I've watched the original. I haven't watched the... So I, I, I guessed it on the um, Caged In podcast the other week, amazing. which is all about the, that family. Mm-hmm. And I said that this is my favourite wow. film by, uh, by Coppola. I but thought it was one of your favourites, and then is. I panicked as I walked in and saw the Wanderers on the on the walls. Have I misremembered no, it? Is no, it the no, Wanderers you've no, read? But no, yeah, I, I'm sure you'd mention it. I'm and sorry, the it host of it, I said it's mine. He went, it's mine too. Lifted up his arm and he had a tattoo saying "Stay Gold Pony Boy," and I was like, "Fucking wow. amazing! What a fucking tattoo!" Like, yeah, oh man, that's amazing. Thank you so much. No worries. Your rapping is it is really good, mate. I do rap presents well. But going back, I was going to make a little joke then, but I thought that'd be too obvious. I made that joke earlier oh. off mic because I'm quite obvious. Okay, let's open this. But use use newspaper, folks, to wrap up your stuff. Yeah, that was ex- exactly. Oh it. my god, this is so good. Oh my. <laughs> oh, thank you, Chun Li. Thank you, Chun Li. Um, so that. basically, this is swim fighter, uh, swim fighter, street fighter, swim sp- swimsuit special. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> so it's basically the. Like, you know, Sports Illustrated does yeah. their swimsuit edition each year. Jesus, it's that, fucking but wet. For the Street Fighter characters. I thought this looks incredible. Weirdly, I was told yeah. about it by Raoul Coley, who is in Midnight Mass. Oh, oh which fuck, I know you really enjoyed, man. and we'll yeah, talk about one, later. Yeah, it's one to talk about. I saw he had it, and I was like, I need to get that for my mate, Chris. Chris. Oh, my God. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't take that polythene off until March, Chris. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you mean on the book or on his... <laughs> <laughs> He's having his polythene off in March, isn't he? I, I won't get the deal. Why don't I open this? <laughs> Molly, you've got to go back to your mum's. It's gonna be a very, it's gonna be a lot of mess. It's gonna be a lot of mess in the house. Honestly, there's gonna be paint stripper everywhere. Um, that so, is yeah. incredible, mate. I've got, I've got, like, I can't stop myself. Have a little, Hold on, let me just have a quick dive in here. Have a little dive in. Oh, this is incredible, isn't it? What, what, what a time to be alive, guys! <laughs> and it's really? a proper big, like, and like the annuals that come out at Christmas yeah. for people who obviously no, no one can see this, but it's not like a little pamphlet it's like a beano annual type thing yeah and it's wrapped it's, it's securely wrapped so you can't have a cheeky peek in the shop in the shop like um was this on the top shelf Lovely. this is incredible thank <laughs> you so <laughs> much for it. i'm gonna price. give you your presents but i'll give you your presents I've, after a certain point in the uh, po- uh podcast i've still got a, a, your guys's main presents to come so i'm gonna have oh, them over what next. This was the this teaser. This was the morning teaser. So this the, is the, the morning, yeah, that, this is like in your, this is at the end of your bed when yeah, you wake up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Street Fighter swimsuit edition. Oh my lord, I can't believe that. Let's have a quick look Let's at it. I left, I left it's, bo- I, I just both see, of Look at Ryu and Ken looking. Ryu's got yeah, a vest To, top to on. be clear, it's guys and yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. some sexist thing. Oh, it's all is, of them in their swimsuits. Oh, this is, this is something else, this is. I purposely left both of them wrapped in their telephone because I thought... People are going to think I've just bought these for myself because they're very much my cup of tea as well. It's so good. and good uh, shit, right? There's Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Oh, you beautiful woman. Vega. They're just all so handsome, aren't they? Handsome and sexy. Oh, that is incredible. That is... Right, okay. I mean, Chanley obviously Chun-Li. comes up a lot. That's yeah. the main reason that yeah. this this book was made, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for sexy pictures of Chanley. Cammy's not. Cammy though, she's beautiful. Anyway, thank you so much, Rubius. No That's problem. A, what a wonderful, what a bloody thoughtful gift. Now, here's your main gift, and I'm going to tell you some stuff before I hand it to you. Okay. One of the things I've enjoyed on hardcore listing over the years. <laughs> 
is the realization like Chris always get got painted at the start as the nerd, the kind of he uh, loves yeah. his Warhammer uh, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I've loved is the reveal that Stu is as much of a Star Wars nerd, if not more than a, of a yeah, Star yeah, Wars nerd, absolutely. than Chris. Again, mm. because you're not particularly into sci-fi mm. or that kind of thing, it was a surprise. So I got Riker. Like remember, he made a little stormtrooper figures of yeah. me. I got Riker to make stormtrooper f- f- figures. Of each oh, of you you're guys. You fucking serious? I am. So, oh no way. So let's have a look. Let's see what. I'm see right what that. Well, thank you very much, Ryan Callanham. Hope you're well. He's one of the best. He's he's one of the best that ever did it. One of the most um, prolific and fast working <laughs> artists. <laughs> and what has he made? <laughs> You're kidding me. Oh, <laughs> that's so incredible. That is. Have you got your dongle out? Look at that. <laughs> so oh, to, oh so, thank you oh, so much, to explain mate. and describe, they're, they're little Stormtrooper figures that have got their Stormtrooper helmet and boots on, but are naked other than that. So they've got their little willies hanging out. Top five low-hanging fruits. Oh, <laughs> Genius, man. That is genius. Oh, uh, c- complete with um, worst photo of me and worst photo of <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had yeah. to hit Carol up to get a good copy of the worst photo of Stu <laughs> to get some options. She sent oh, me a few options. Incredible. Oh, thank you very much. Well, oh, you might... <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate to show on a picture. I don't know. I that's incredible. I'm, I'm quite happy with that piece. <laughs> I tell you what, um, Ryan has seen me in the showers. Oh, <laughs> Ryan, thank you so much. Yeah, dude, dude that's it's amazing. amazing. So yeah, that can yeah. go in your, in your oh, Star Wars collection God. over there, Stu. <laughs> Riker, thank you so much. And, and they're taking and some here. photos now. Thank you, dude. That is incredible. <laughs> I can't believe that. So there we go. And obviously you know how excited I was to completely overbuild it by oh, saying no. I've got Riker to do a, a stormtrooper of you guys. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Oh, mate, thank you so much. So cool. I'm blown away by that. Good times, right? We've had the penis update. Oosh. Right, in this half, I reckon we can probably get an update on the brush from Stu and maybe Chris's holiday hell. Okay, yep, sure. And a load of other stuff. Oh, also, a note I had at the start. Oh, I forgot about this. Just throughout the podcast, if they come to mind, I want you to see or to embrace any 90s catchphrases that come to mind that you want to bring back. Stu, obviously, early drunk cast would go, Wazza! (laughs) At the start. And I noted things like, Somebody stop me! (laughs) (laughs) And swing! And like, not! And things like that. (laughs) So anything that comes to mind over the night, feel free to bring back. That might be the only time I mention it and we forget it completely, but... Um, it's for some reason right. I was driving home the other night and I, I saw something and I thought, somebody stunned me. <laughs> and I thought, man. Okay. No, Chandler, okay. Ch- Chandler Bing has got a lot of catchphrases yeah. that, that everyone was saying in the in the 90s. But yeah, oh, God, many okay. 90s catchphrases come to mind. But Stu, the last time we did a drunk cast, mm. the brush had just reopened. Yes. It was incredibly exciting because you'd had a really stressful time with it being closed mm. and that being one of your main livelihoods for years, mm. for, for, for decades now. Mm. Um, it opened. Well, well, let's start with that, I guess. Like, how's that been? Because you were excited about, as weird as it sounds, a lot of people had turned 18 in that period. So there were going to be a lot... <laughs> one of the things you love about the club right, is people 
go into a club for the first time because it is a very welcoming club. It's not a intimidating club. It's very mm. everyone's welcome. So how how's it been opening? I guess it, it was so good. It was so exciting. You know, complete roadblock. We sat it out longer than all the other clubs. They could. They all reopened a month before that us. Was great. And we did, we did thought you guys made that call. Watch and see what happens before we. Mm-hmm. If we can learn anything from you know anybody that was opening before us, as it's you know as it was, everybody seemed to open and it was you know all good. So uh, yeah, we reopened and it was like I say, absolute roadblock, and it was just so exciting. And there were so many people that I'm sure both of you can probably remember your first nights coming in the, in in the the club. Um, it's a lot different from most other places, mm. and it was it was just lovely to see like. Not just people experiencing, you know, a, a dingy alternative club for the first time, but also experiencing clubbing for the first time. Mm. And it was, yeah, just absolutely joyous. And, you know, it, it, it was really weird something that presented itself. The club's called the Pink Toothbrush, for those that don't know what we're talking about. And everybody refers to it as the brush. It's a club kind of, you know, a bit further from, well, it's furthest from me, closest to Chris and, and Pip's in the middle. Mm. And one of the things that I heard, which was really weird, was a youngster going, oh, yeah, we're going to Pink's this weekend. And I was like, all right, the next generation's referring to it as Pink's, and I've never heard that. So, uh, yeah, but apart from that, it's just been been bloody lovely, like really. Pink's. I know, just just being able to play music to crowds and everybody just being excited to be able to reconnect and and, and enjoy music. Have you enjoyed, have you been, been... DJing. Oh, heaven no. What? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I, I DJ for the first couple of months just to purely just for selfish reasons. I was going to say, how's yeah. that been for yeah, afternoon? Because it was so weird good. doing that, um, that We Are Lizards r- r- reminiscing one yeah. has been so had me itching to get yeah. on some decks again and have a, yeah. have a play about. And weirdly, a mate of mine who I mentioned on that podcast w- was asking about a particular Lizards miss mix and then i found them all on soundcloud and there's a couple on there that are bangers that that we never even played out and i didn't i don't remember at all there's a buster rhymes and the and the rolling stones one i don't remember at all so i've 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 like i've bought all the gear to do a twitch stream oh really the the dj set i might not get around to it but i thought in that like as that one was going out i was like i'm gonna i'll look into it and i got some tips off dan lasac and he was like all you need is this and then this and so I'm tempted at some point, maybe in between Christmas and New Year, I was thinking I might do a little Ooh, DJ set from my studio do it. one yeah, night. Ma'am. And then if it goes well, as we talked about on the podcast, we could look at doing a little a Liz's a reunion set, either in my studio or we can go somewhere. Lovely. Yeah. I thought you'd have got the message that I barely showed up for it. I'm absolutely <laughs> not up for doing that with these pricks. So good. <laughs> you know I know what? we've talked about it a lot, but the fact that you picked the date and time. And listen, and listen there's no... there's no, And you um, weren't doing anything. That's not a setup either. Yeah. Like, you guys know no. me well enough yeah. to know that that is that's, that's textbook glassing. It's weird because I don't miss other podcasts. Mm. I've never missed another podcast, and I, I on my life, my mother's life. I've, and I said to you guys that night, I actually wasn't doing anything was when you. Nice I was having a, I was having a night off. <laughs> I was having a night off, and I hadn't I even looked it. at my phone. Like we were talking about big nights in. I was, I was started a big night in, yeah, and cheated a big night in because I checked my phone, and I was like, oh, you prick, <laughs> and then realised that I've missed like most of it. And you know what, uh, but. Part of it was uh, wanting to catch up with, um, I love you guys, but catching up with um, Destruction Moss and Bill. 
I still haven't caught up with Bill, but I got to catch up with um, DJ Destruction in Margate. He came and did a set at a point on the Co- beach, right? Yeah, it was dope, man. That guy, he's 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 got better, like somehow, like he's he, like he's he's mixed. He's got he's he's sort of got whole different directions with genres now to fit with his experiences DJing in Europe and and for Harley Davidson. Man, he was he just he was smashing it, and uh, he's got a wicked. So uh, check out DJ Destruction's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He does loads of quality mixes on there. Yeah, so it was lovely to hang out with Ross. It was uh, lovely to listen to him DJ. And yeah, um, that would be quite cool doing a, a, a Twitch thing. I yeah, guess. Be good fun, right? We'll see yeah, how it goes yeah. and uh, and test it out. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that loveliness d- did not last. And there's now, as we record this, there's a vote going on at the moment as to what the plan's going to be. Oh, that's a really good point. Um, but yeah, you, I know you've had a lot of abuse already because of COVID passports having to be mm. a thing. How's it all looking? How are you feeling about it? How stressed are you? Uh, it's been really weird. It's like, you know, obviously the, the, the nightclub industry got hit really hard. You know, obviously we shut when everyone else shut and we was one of the last industries to sort of reopen and, and be able to trade. And, you know, we're not part of a, you know, a big chain. We're a little independent. And, you know, thankfully we, we, we got through it. And what happened afterwards, everybody coming out and was, was brilliant. We, you know, got some money in the bank. And then obviously uh, at the time of recording, we're a couple of days, it's a couple of days after uh, the government have said that COVID passports have to be presented and, and stuff like that. And, and that was, was that from the Friday? Oh no, it was from the Monday, wasn't it? So you've not had to do it yet, have no, you? So it, we 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 have we reopen on Friday, and it'll be the first night. And the, the Friday that we're talking about being the seventeenth is the last Friday before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that's generally when one of the busiest nights of the year for us, which mm-hmm. is when most businesses shut, unis are back, yeah. And so we have a, a huge, Blow huge out. event that night, and it's going to be really strange, you know, like any night. If some like it's a condition of entry to have ID to come in a club, you know, however old you are, you just need to present your ID to come in. Uh, and so that presents problems with people going, Oh, I'm fucking thirty and it's like it's it's not about that. We just need proof of ID. However, with this, you know, there's no leniency, there's no it's not like there's six people that are clearly forty plus and one of them has not got their ID mm. and it's like, Well, okay, well look, bring it next time, we can tell, you know. The, well, there's that, no, that sounds like a paedophile ring to me. There's, there's no way around it with this. And and it's the thing that's really kind of upset me more than anything is just the fact that people think it's something that we want to do. Mm. Like w- w- on the political side of things and, and our belief system as to what's going on, all we care about is this pandemic fucking off and, and, and going away and nobody getting ill. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, you know, we're not, nailing some political statement to to the club at all you know we we just we just want to be able to do what we do but do it safely and, and it's the law and as, that's the, as simple the, as and that. the fundamental part of it is it's not our decision it's the law and we've had people message us saying like you know we're never coming to your establishment again can't believe you're doing this and it's wasn't that before COVID? They just said actually <laughs> yeah. directly. Yeah, that was after my so first after your DJ, DJ set. set yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after studio turned DJ set, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm never coming to your establishment again. Red hot chili How peppers. dare you? Like, no, but you know the, the conversation. You know, the, 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 the decision's not ours. You know, we, we're doing what every other nightclub in the country has to do, mm. and because it's been told that that's the law, and and it's just a, a shame that some people are being really horrible to us. 
I mean, it, it's few and far you between. You do look upset, you know, I'll be honest with you. But most people are, are super supportive and know that it's not our decision. We've just got to do what we can do to, as an independent club to stay open and trade safely and, and, and abide by the, the law that's in place. Otherwise, as Lyson said, I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to go, oh, that's all right. Like, just come mm, in because, mm. you know, and, and, and my... My and it's help. people's safety as well. hundred percent. Like you know, it's everyone's thing. safety. And if if all these people have come in with their passport, you're letting one person in without. That's that's saying fuck you to all of them. Essentially, Absolutely. it's going. Oh, he's all right. They fuck it. And not just that, all, all the staff. Yeah. And you, high risk at your age, mate. Honestly, Stu, <laughs> that's who you need to think about. Is number one, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's it's you know. We, we, it's just been a bit sad that some some people have just got really angry about it. And knowing you think, well, if you're angry about it, get angry with the government, get angry with your local council. Don't get angry with us because mm-hmm. we're just doing what we've been told to do. I think people just don't think about all those factors before they start having, you know, they, they don't think about the layers that are involved in running that business either. It's not like you're just, yeah, cool, let's, let's go against all of that and bankrupt ourselves and... Yeah, it's 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 really sad, Stu, that people feel like that. It's not a it's not a complicated. It, it is a complicated subject, and many people see this in in black and white. And, and sometimes I wish I wish I did with life because it'd be a lot easier. But there's so many factors to to go on here that just it's difficult for a human brain to conceive what is the sensible, most logical, safest approach. And there's so many opposing views on it now. It's mad. It's and again, just... it's, it's the fact that it's this or you're closed. Yeah. Like there's not really any other options no. with how much things are spreading. It's like, well, what do you want? Do you want to have the club open? Again, yeah. in reality, the safest, safest option is to close everything mm-hmm. again. So this is a fucking lenient middle ground. It's not some authoritarian, yeah. you know, control. No, like, sh- or surely else. in an area of uncertainty, uh, like, like, People who might disagree with it can appreciate that in a in a realm of uncertainty, you have to operate with a level of caution, maybe a little bit more caution 100%. as well. Because like, we're talking about we're talking about human life, but figures and opinions on on every other like weird news outlet will massage all of it. So beyond the point where it is not a real thing at all, mm-hmm. and and that's what you're facing. You're facing, but like. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many wider conversations about what I see on social media. I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, my personal belief is going off where we are, the safest option would be for everything to be closed. But that's why I'm not going to go. Yeah. It's just as simple as that. If To be open and to be de- deemed reasonably conscious, you need COVID passports or whatever else. It's like, fair enough. And again, it's that thing that people are like, yeah, but then they've got all your information and all this kind of thing. It's like, the NHS have any... Way, right, you know that if you go in for a scan, it's on your NHS file. Sorry, the COVID, if you've got a fucking the COVID phone, passport, what are you going or, on or, about? Or even just on this, you know, acknowledged and accepted thing, the COVID passport is just showing what's already on your NHS file. It's a way of of showing that it's not any ex like a COVID passport isn't any yeah. extra information. Mm. Yet it's this. Oh, they're watching us. They're doing this and that. It's like not more than they mm. all always have it's why like I'd, I'd never had the nhs app and i downloaded it for, because of all this shit that's going on i found it fascinating going hmm. oh when i was 14 
what the fuck, the fuck is this medication? I I had? Like, I it's got that. all your medication over your whole yeah, life yeah, on I've there. Got exactly How much forty your, medications. Did, did yeah. your, did yeah. your, when you Isn't downloaded right? it, Chris, did you take up like eighty percent of your phone yeah, storage? Just, just yeah, basically. <laughs> and it was all uh, like most most of mine was repeat prescription for the clap. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're, they're all, you know, reason for medication, t- too long, didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but dear. yeah, it must be stressful, right? Because again, I, I said, I was dead, as we said on the last one, I thought it was amazing when you guys initially announced you were opening and then backtracked and went, we're not quite certain yet. And anyone who's on your case and attacking you is a, f- a fucking idiot because clearly you guys have been doing what you can to find that middle ground to find safe but also we want you to be to be able to come and have fun and all 100%. this kind of thing. we you know it, it, i keep saying it we're an independent club and we fucking love our customers past and present because they've kept Do you mean us past fucking, as in the ones that died them ones during, you know, like, being a super spreader but like <laughs> No, but you know it, 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 it is different from a lot of other places. You know, people's kids come there from like, and their parents used to come. It's like not many clubs have that lifespan, and to think that we'd do anything to knowingly cause you know extra work for somebody to have a night out is ludicrous. Mm. We want mm. people to come and experience what they've experienced for the last thirty years, which is just jumping around, being who you want to be, mm. having a bit of fun in you know in a dirty, sweaty room. But uh, you know. As it stands at the moment, you've just got a couple of a little things you've got to do with your phone and an app just to make sure that you can do it as safely as possible. Do you remember when I was I can't remember you... anything. All I keep thinking about <laughs> is the fact that, to my right, I've got an action figure of me and my dinkle. Oh, no, again, Speaking of memories, hmm. I, I, I made a note to ask, have we ever discussed... The time I got glassed at the brush. No. And and you looked after me out the back. Really? It was when we didn't particularly know each when other. When did you glass, Pip? <laughs> I, I remember I got glassed at the brush. With a bottle, you plastic glasses. Or someone threw, yeah, a bottle or glass or something off the stage. And again, it was good probably 15 years ago, so it depends on, on, on what you had then. But yeah, someone just threw a glass of some sort off the stage. It wasn't obviously aimed at me, unless it's fucking Hawkeye. Mm. Um... And I just got sm- smashed in the back of the head. I remember feeling it and then being like, oh, fucking hell. Danced a bit and then put my hand up and my hand coming away covered in blood. And I started storming about because I was a bit drunk. Chris knows. I've never been a tough guy, but I was <laughs> out for blood mm. um, then. And I remember b- being t- taken out kind of a door before the toilets. Yeah. And t- t- taken out there b- by you and probably a security or something and kind of everyone kind of patching up my head a bit and maybe putting some kind of plaster on or the little mm. things and you're all trying to kind of calm me down and go, no, Aww. we're looking into it. We're looking into it. It's like, no one's looking into it. I'm going to go and find <laughs> And after I'd been patched up, I remember spending about half an hour storming about on the stage trying to... Looking for someone who, figure out. who looks like they've thrown a glass like <laughs> half an hour ago. All right, I, don't, I don't know what clue I'm going to find. Yeah. <laughs> someone throw in another one. With a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking we've got to dust this room for Prince. <laughs> a gremlin popping up. Hey, and another one. Get him! Grabbing his ears. I don't know what I thought I was going to do, but I was fuming about it. it. That's the worst And one. yeah, I forgot completely. Like, it was definitely you that took me out the back at the time. And definitely, yeah, it was kind of looked after by staff a bit. But I don't think we've ever discussed it. But yeah. I've got no recollection of it. 
Obviously. You do that a lot, though, Stu. Like, you tell me a lot when you've had to look after someone um, mm. or, like, also you're deal with, and stuff. like, massively, oh, yeah. massively yeah. drunk people really wanting, good to, wanting to be what <laughs> really drunk. I'm definitely not going to remember the next day. What's, um, um, <laughs> what's weird is it's, it's what happened to you. If someone like gets a whack on the head by something, or they, or they get <laughs> like, yeah. elbow dancing yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Or, or, or yeah, no, unfortunately every now and again, someone will get whacked with a your head and with booze in you. It bleeds it's like crazy. So I, I was know. literally, I'd, 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 I'd moved on. I'd like a bit quickly. I was like, "That's annoying." Then it was when that it made me panic. Yeah. It made me angry. It was just seeing the blood. And that's the bit. And then like when someone's there, you've got girlfriends, boyfriends going, mm. "Fucking hell! Look, look at him. He's got mm. blood pouring down." I'm like, "Wait, just wait." And then I sit him down and I just wipe it and go, "Look." And there's a cut yeah. about I don't know half a centimeter wide, but because you're pissed and it's the head. Yeah, the blood pours, and it's mm. like, don't worry, it's not as bad as it looks. Mm. And then once you clear it up, you're like, there. That you're was like, exactly oh. it. That was exactly it. The kind yeah. of calming me down. I remember w- one of the HMV lot came with me out the back because I was stalling her out, and it was a bit of an HMV like we'd got a minibus and all that kind of thing. But yeah, complete. I only remembered that the other day. I was like, we've never discussed that. No. Like, you like, know, you know, know each other really well now. You know why I think for that, at least a couple of years. The reason why he's never discussed it is because beard. It never happened. And that's another little 90s saying that we haven't Beard. 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 But, um, Beard. And do you ever remember having to deal with a big bloke who'd got headbutted on the dance floor? Because I remember being there with Chris oh, and him headbutted a big lad. I had to um, change Yeah, I had to change all my clothes. With Aaron. But the worst thing was I changed all my clothes just with Aaron. So, so, <laughs> oh, good choice. So, like, absolute stitcher. When I think about it, no when explanation. I, when I think about it, that was a terrible thing. Anyone to do. Who, who is. No time to explain. <laughs> I, I switched all clothes with Aaron. I was like, they're after me, <laughs> like being security. But that was from the guy bullying someone. He was bullying someone, and then he pushed John Allen over, our friend. Yeah. And so I, I, I basically said, man, watch what you're doing. And the guy just slapped me in the face. <laughs> he just slapped me. And um... Again, we're giving a really bad impression of the brush. We're just saying how inclusive it is yeah. and lovely and friendly. Jesus so do you, remember, this up? do you remember when I got glass there? Do you remember, yeah, do you remember when that bloke was beating all of us up? <laughs> Classic yeah. Essex Club. Oh, God. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, no, he slapped you and you, yeah, you headbutted yeah, him, butted, essentially, I right? I him, unfortunately, oh, for the guy. Slapping someone so offensive. <laughs> he slapped me. He slapped oh, me. Really and he kind of get punched and The slap. weird thing was, he was big, and I think he was doing a bit of a, like, Michael Caine get Carter. So he gave me a dry slap, and I thought he thought that was the end of it. <laughs> yep. And it, it wasn't. But I just feel sorry for... Now, looking back, I feel sorry for Aaron going, like, I've just done this massive nut job in <laughs> where all my clothes, I'm sure. I'm sure he's not got any friends. Um, so, yeah. I love the fact that... When did you go in the toilets and change clothes? No, I did it. The worst thing was, talk about, like, you wouldn't need, need to be Poirot to <laughs> he did follow it before me. he woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Standing in front of him. Uh, he swapped clothes with the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> the bloke woke up and he was in a tight tie T-shirt. <laughs> So yeah. fucking hell, how hard did he hit me? Fucking hell, I had made myself. <laughs> oh, I better leave it out. No, I did it on the dance floor. I big just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is he hulked out. <laughs> I, I did it there and there on the dance floor. So that was a, that, they'd have never caught me, would they? Oh, the Let's get you changed. Said, Do you remember like, cutting a man out of some clothes? <laughs> 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 
I'm sure he got kicked out. I'm sure that, yeah. that escalated to him mm. being kicked it out. It usually being... does. I think it usually... In, in the situations I've been involved in, nine times out of ten, I think security is smart enough to realise who's who's the, the troublemaker. 100%. So, yeah. Oh, dear. Right. <sighs> well, um, Have you got any more brush memories? Or should we wrap this one up and start the next episode with the holiday stories? Let's right, do it. Yeah. yeah, I've got to have a week. Go on, we'll make this first one a short one and then we'll get really messy. So, uh, yeah, right. we'll see you in a bit. You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. That was the end of part one. Fear not, because part two, it might already be on your phone, you know, because part two's coming out at midday. Depending on what time you're listening to this, it might already be there. So go and enjoy that, and I'll see you in a bit. Until then, stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.